time, two time for the cha cha king. Uh, give me the cha cha king. Rockin' with the best, cha cha king. Uh, give me the cha cha king. I like it now, cha cha king. Good day, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and members of the cha cha nation. Welcome to another episode of the cha cha spotlight series on the cha cha music review podcast. My name is Afis Tonova, aka your musical plug creator of the energy force if you are new here the cha-cha spotlight series is where i get to bring fast rising artists and we talk about their musical journey and everything in between and without wasting much of your time let me allow my artists for today to introduce ourselves my names are mbodi Oreka happiness and my stage name is daisy tell us how you got your stage name talking about how i got my stage name it was just a name i was bearing when i was still in high school so but where I got it exactly was my dream. So then after that, I picked up the name. And then before I got into the music industry, I was bearing the name as my normal name during my high school time. When I got into the music industry, I maintained the daisy name. When will you say you started music, you know, officially? Officially this year, yeah. This year. I was 2021. But before then, yes. for how long have you been into music? Mm, I started in 2018, but I just started with normal freestyle vibe. It wasn't really that serious, but professionally, I started this year. So what was that thing that led you to say, okay, you know what, this 2021, let me take my music professional, let me be serious with it? Mm, I don't really have a particular thing, but it was the energy I was getting from people and then how they are supporting me. Not only that, the freestyles I used to do online and the challenge I did online that clicked me to my boss. And then we started working because I was actually doing my freestyle thing as of 2018. I was doing freestyles, but I wasn't really um, financially buoyant enough to support myself. I wanted to give up, but I didn't give up. So I just did one challenge, one Obino Dadimuna challenge. It just gave us some hint of what we are going to talk about. So I picked up the challenge and then I did it and I posted online, the man we posted. And then um, my boss I was working with now, that was actually where he saw the freestyle and he liked everything I did there. So he now started the albino and then he asked him about me. Although I took I took third during the rap challenge, but after the rap challenge, I now got to, you know, start, I started chatting with my boss about, can you can you work with me? Like, can you sign a deal, you know, label thing? I said, yes, I'm in because the deal was okay by me. That was actually the history. And I was doing it on my own, but um, sometimes I would feel like, am I doing the right thing or am I just <laughs> wasting my time? You understand? But people people really love what I'm doing. Oh, people do rate me. People do uh, repost my freestyles, but I don't really think I had enough then. And then financially, I wasn't buoyant enough to sponsor myself via promotions and the rest of the things I need to do, you know, to get myself up there. So, but after the challenge, and then I got to chat with my boss, and then had to do. I'm signed on that dream space entertainment. All right. So, um, tell us about your first, um, you know, studio experience. The first time you went into the studio to record a song. Tell us about that. How was? How did you feel? How was that experience? The first time I went to the studio was in 2018. Yes, my friend took me to the studio, and he paid for the he paid the studio bill. He was actually the owner of the song. He featured me, so I just took 16 bars as in the second verse. So, but what, the time I got there, the producer, he was he was like, I don't really look like somebody that can vibe very well, you understand? So I was I was shy, I was nervous because you know the the first time, first time, 
I was just nervous. And then with all the whole drama from the producer, I don't think this girl can do this. And then the whole, and so, but at the end of the day, I delivered well, and he was very happy. So I started working with the same producer, actually. I started working with him. We did other recordings, and then before I left, I was I was in on the before. Then I left. My first record, it wasn't really that easy, uh, but uh, the experience was nice. So um, between 2018 to 2021, when you started to, you know, take music as a profession, have you ever, you know, done any stage performance? If yes, you know, tell us about the first time you got on stage, what the experience was like for you. Um, my first time, I just, I was just doing normal performance, you know, local performance, streets vibe. Um, where people will just gather, maybe up to 20 or 30 people, just street vibe. I don't know if I can actually call that one. I can't call it stage performance, but my real stage performance, I mean, the first time was at the NYSC concert this okay. year. It was really, it was nice. It was great. I had the video in my page. I mean, the video I did there, I mean, the turn up was mad. I love everything. I love the whole experience. And then I, although... <laughs> Um, I really have this problem of um, stage fright and but just trying my best. Um, let's talk about the music itself. I mean, you are you are a rapper, and um, uh, I have to be honest. I've listened to your EP, and it's there's a lot of fire in that EP. I have I really really have to be honest. But we'll get to the EP in a bit. But first of all, let me ask you this: What um, I mean, of all gen of music that you could have chosen to do. What made you go into rap? Because if you look at Nigeria today, you could barely count, you know, the numbers of female rappers that we have, you know. So why did you decide to choose, you know, hip hop over every other genre of music? So I just choose the one that, that is working for me. Like I told you, I, I was so attached to proverbs. I was so attached to deep lines, something that will inspire me. As in, I don't just listen to, to song first they have good beats or because I can dance to the sound. I listen to, to songs that, like, at the end of the day, I would get what I want, you understand? I listen to messages too much, so, um, and I write a lot, like I told you, I write. And then working with the things and my thoughts that I've written down, I think I can actually do that with hip-hop beats and not no more Afro vibe and stand. So I just choose the one that is working for me. And then I don't think we have much female rappers. You can actually see another Tiwa Savage or somebody doing like Tiwa Savage but for you to see someone vibing and then a female rapper like M.I. now very hard female rapper like Vector the rest of them it's very hard for you to see one understand I'm not a fan of normal things everyday vibe understand so that's it I just choose the one that's working for me okay that was good and to be honest I would like to you when I first had your hippie and I and I saw that it was rap I said to myself finally I mean because I've been asking myself, where are these female rappers? Come on, we need someone. We need someone to do something for the culture. And your hippie just like, yes, finally, someone has answered my prayer. But take us through your writing process. I mean, what inspires you? How do you get, you know, inspired when you're about to write a song? I started with that firecracker. Firecracker was actually one of the songs I recorded first. So the firecracker, I had the mean I. I got the meaning first before I started writing the song. Okay. When you call a woman firecracker, it just it simply means that the woman is is very strong. You understand? And then energizing, and somebody that used to speak their mind whenever they feel like strong women to cut it short, strong women. 
So that was one of the inspirations behind the firecracker tag as in via the EP. So I recorded the firecracker first. For the beats I made use of while recording the firecracker, I got the beat online. So after recording the firecracker, I sent I sent it to my boss. He loved the firecracker, but the problem is that I didn't put any chorus. It was just straight rap, bars, 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 bars. So he was like, we can do better, you understand? We can actually create our own beat. Although we bought the beat then, but it was like, let's create something different from this and then fixing the hook or chorus, make it more so that, yeah, when people are vibing to it, they will, they will be feeling the message uh, through the chorus. So we now have to leave the first recorded. And then that was when we started working with Major, uh, Major Benz, you know him now. So that was yeah. when we started working with and then he created another beat for me, sent to me, and I recorded the firecraft. I created another chorus and hook. Also, uh, first of all, shout out to Major Banks. I mean, he did it, he did an awesome job on the hippie, like I rightly said. So let's talk about let's talk about Major Banks. What was your experience, you know, working with uh, you know, one of the top producers in Nigeria? How did he feel knowing that you're working with Major Banks? Mm, the first time I met him, I was really nervous, even to talk self. Getting to meet the same major banks I've been hearing when I was still um when I was still a kid though. So getting to meet him, ah it was a big one for me. I'm recording that firecracker. Firecracker was actually the first song I recorded with Major. I, I don't know how to put it, but the energy was just right. Everything was just working as if you planned it. You understand? As if we've been working for a long time, the energy was just right. And then that was when I decided, man, I'm not going to work only this firecracker with Major. I, I, I think I have to, uh, as in, I have other things to work with. That was when I started working with um, Major, as in other songs via the EP. So Major is a good songwriter too. I don't know if other people knew about it. Um, the lemon and juice, one of the songs via the EP, he actually came up with that lemon and juice tag. And we wrote the song together actually. So Major is a good songwriter and he he can actually put out a good rhythm. If you're a good songwriter too, you can work with him and get your best. So the experience I've had so far, it has been great. Once again, shout out to Major Banks, uh, you know, for his production on the EP, it was good. But, you know, unlike, um, how am I going to put it now? As a new artist, you know, that you are trying to introduce yourself to the whole world, uh, you know, some would say, oh, you took a big risk dropping an EP instead of, you know, putting out a single to see what the acceptance is going to look like. But you decided to just, you know, launch yourself out there with an EP. Was it that... Yeah. It because you had too many songs you wanted to put out at the same time, or what was the decision behind putting out the EP instead of rather than putting out a single? Although I had a single, I had a single straight ahead out with the video before the EP. Although the song, the song really did well. The streamings, they, they, it was nice, you understand? But it wasn't really that viral, you know? So I had a single earlier this year before the EP and the single came with a video. So before the EP, but before the EP, I already had um, Slim Case District rap. So I, I was I was there twice. So I got the balls and then people were actually requesting for this EP. It wasn't something I decided on my own. It wasn't okay. something I woke up and decided that I'm going to drop EP. People requested for the EP. 
not only that, I know that I don't really have uh, plenty sounds out there. So that was when we started working on it. Okay, so um, I was going to talk about you know you and the slim case uh, you know connection because but I wanted us to finish the discussion around the EP. But since you've mentioned that you're just going to it, yeah. I mean. I think the first time I heard your name has to be on um, you know, um Slim K's song. Uh I forgot the name of the song right now, but that was the first time I heard your name and I noticed, you know, uh your voice and your vocal and your ability. So how did that, you know, Slim uh, Slim K's experience? How did it happen and how did you say it helped your career so far? Okay, um Slim Case, I got to meet Slim Case through uh Jimmy Jat. I was on Jimmy Jump Off first, and then Jimmy Jacks posted the video. So Slim K saw the video. According to him, he told me that he was the one that called um, Jimmy Jacks, and Jimmy told him that uh, Daisy is good. You can actually put him there. I believe to do good. So he now started me on Instagram. <laughs> so the normal Slim case we used to know, you got bars for me. <laughs> so like, yes, 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 boss, I, I get bars for you. That was how it started. I now dropped my number, and then we started talking, he gave me dates. I don't really know, the person he, uh, he fixed me with that day, that was actually the first time I was meeting Ubochi, and then I was asking him before, who, who am I going to do the rap with? He said, no, you're going to meet the person there. So after the rap, the first video went viral. Then after that one, he came up with a with an idea of making um, Igbo and the Yoruba vibe. You know, the collaboration was like people people are going to love it. So that I need to dress normal Igbo attire. So that was how the second one went. The second one equally it did well because the views on Facebook now via his pages it should be one million. I'm not making mistake. So the second one went viral too. Then after that, we did, um, we started working on projects. I, I think I had two songs already with him. One is out, the Ezego. Then the yeah. second one, uh, the second one, not yet out, but he told me, he, he was talking about his EP. So I think that, that one should be on the EP. All right. So I just, you know, wanted us to get that out of the way before we go back, uh, you know, to the EP because the EP is out already. And um, so far, so good. I can I can say, you know, that the EP is doing well. Like I said, I've listened to it and I enjoyed the EP from Crown to Track 9. I didn't even skip any. But let's talk about, you know, you and your, your recording process on the EP. Now, I want to ask, which song on the EP was the most difficult song for you to record and which one was the most easiest song for you to record? most difficult one was actually um, No Syrup. Yes. Okay. So, and the most easiest one was that Lemon and Juice. Since I started doing music, the Lemon and Juice, the recording wasn't really that stressful. It was just there on its own. And um, further enough, I would say Lemon and Juice is one of my favorite tracks of the, you know, of the EP. I love, I love Lemon and Juice. I love Firecracker. I mean, Firecracker, in as much as, and I'm going to be honest, in as much as I really don't understand Igbo that much, that for those of you that don't know, she raps in Igbo, so yeah. But in as much as I don't understand Igbo that much, there was, when I was listening to that Firecracker, I felt like, okay, no, this girl has to be using some heavy punchlines, some heavy bars and some big bars on this song. And I think there was a point at that song where you actually give a shout out to, you know, uh, what's his name, Pete Edochi. And I was like, hmm, okay. 
you know, for you to bring the legend into the song, then it means, you know, something deep must have, you know, gone down. But again, like I said, you know, congratulations on the EP. It's a very, very lovely EP. I enjoy it. And I've started sharing with some of my friends that, like, hey, look, go and listen to this EP. This is one dope EP out there. I mean, one of the, you know, aims of this, uh, you know, series is to always make sure that we support every talented artist that is out there because they need all the support that they can get. Now, let's leave the music aside. You know, let's talk about you as a person. You know, tell us what it's like growing up. Did you grow up in Lagos? Did you grow up in Onicha or Enugu? I mean, how come you understand so much Igbo? You know, quote and unquote now, were you one of those, you know, <laughs> players, you know? So just yes. tell us about your growing up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm one of um, those village girls, like you put it. I'm from Anambra State, so okay. I grew up in on Okeja. I stayed there for long, so but I later left to Onisha. So I stayed in Onisha for two years, and then I left to Guinea-Bissau before I later came back for my music career. All my life, I, I won't say all my life, though, but at least I spent more than 15 years in my village. My whole childhood and every other stuff. And all these uh, local proverbs, I was so attached to them. I even used to talk with proverbs, you know. I make lines, I make good songs out of proverbs. Okay, so, um, you know, what's your what's your best meal? My best food is um, a goosey soup. Ah. With not, not, uh, well, not for now, <laughs> I'm not really a fan of that cassava. <laughs> so... Gary say more anyone can go, but my best soup is Egusi. The combination should be Gary or um, Semo. So if it wasn't music, what would you have been doing if not for music? I would have been a business tycoon. (laughs) (laughs) You know, whenever I have a female guest on the podcast, I always like to, you know, to ask this question because, you know, there's one thing I used to say, or like Rihanna said, you found love in an hopeless place, so you can never tell anything can happen. So are you, you know, in any relationship, entanglement, situationship? What <laughs> ship are you in? <laughs> I deal with Elon Musk. Never hear of Elon Musk sighting. And that one I do. <laughs> All right, so um, let's go back to the music a bit now. Um, while you were talking the other time, you know, you mentioned you, uh, you know, growing up listening to the likes of Fino, Il Blaze, you know, um, yeah. Vector, Vector. Yeah, and all that. So who would you say is your biggest, you know, influence when it comes to rap in Nigeria? Mm, it's Fino. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And um, obviously, I mean, obviously, you definitely want to work the, you want to work with Fino if the, you know, opportunity presents itself. But so aside, uh, you know, Fino, which other, you know, Nigerian artists are you looking forward to work with? Any good Nigerian artist that's doing well and then, you know, motivating. I'm really out. Not just Fino, not just MI or Vector. I don't know how it's going to work, but if I could get flavor too, I would like it. <laughs> yeah, I like flavor a lot. So now that the uh, you know now that the EP is out and is doing well, what um you know should your fans what should they be expecting from you next? Are you dropping any video anytime soon? Are you planning on like you know an a, a country tour? What should your fans be expecting next from you? The video, yeah, the video. 
maybe I can't say now. I can't say two or three songs. It might be, it might be more than. So, but the video, and then um, we're actually preparing for tour, East okay. tour, not on other states too. They should just be expecting good vibes. Apart from this, I'm preparing to drop song. Uh, maybe December or January, preparing to drop. You know, something that we heat up with the season, and then. You know, something that people can actually shake body and then. Okay. All right. No problem. We'll be, you know, we'll be expecting that. So before I let you go, I mean, obviously, we've spoken about your EP and I've spoken about, you know, the talent. But then again, I want my audience to listen to that talent raw. So I want you to do a freestyle for the audience. Let them hear that talent raw. Okay. Who does this one thing jiggy webbers I be able girl on that full on the way chizo. Chelomona abandon can we look the episo. My style of the illy or more for buffo. Yes, I go fuck it up. Money matter turn it on. Mata we no be money matter. I go turn it off. Fe mobo money call. Ellie mama pick it up. Palomona some bala me demo go pay it up. I cause I'm here representing the bonini. But at my side, the gaffe and I will leave any flows in a one illo man or lake and a one in a low pack man chat out to a zeggy bonini. Ellie chapel now. Z-Bay now, Snowdiggy Mr. Rock, funny in the Ibu now, I'm a name one now, I'm quite pussy now. On a daily basis, I'm why I tell him now. <laughs> okay, okay. I like what you did there. I like how, you know, you just quickly gave a shout out to, you know, some of the top dogs from, you know, the other side. That, that was very good. All right, so, um, you know, we're about to round up the old, uh, you know, interview and it's been fun with you. But, um, you know, any final words for your fans listening to you out there? Any final words that you want to tell them? Okay. First of all, I would like to say thank you to everybody listening to me, supporting my team, supporting my career, one way or the other, either by posting or commenting. I'm really grateful. I really appreciate it. And I would like to beg everybody to please go stream my new EP, Firecracker that EP, and then keep supporting me. And another thing, don't give up whatever thing you are doing, even if it is giving you 10 naira. If you continue with that 10 naira, 10 naira times 10, a big money. So keep moving, keep moving, never quit. Let's keep the energy 100 one time. Thank you very much. All right, that was very good. Yes, like she rightly said, go and stream the EP. The EP is available on all streaming platforms. And trust me, when Afistonova says something is interesting, then you know it is interesting. So make sure that you go and listen to it. So let's say, you know, your fans want to reach out to you or someone want to check it out. What is the social media handle? Where can they get to reach you? Okay, you can get me at Daisy on that underscore firecracker. Thank you very much. I really, really appreciate this. Thank you. Thank you for having me. With that, I have come to the end of another episode of the Chacha Spotlight series on the Chacha Music Review Podcast. This episode is being brought to you by Homeboys Inc. Homeboys Inc. is an A&R firm in the United States. They are into music distribution, artist management, artist discovery, and also they have a recording studio live in Ikorodu, Lagos, Nigeria. So I come here with another episode, my name remains Afistonova, a.k.a. your musical plug, creator of the Energy Force. Peace out. Time for the cha cha gang. Give me the cha cha gang. Rocking with the best cha cha gang. Give me the cha cha gang. Alayela with cha cha gang. Give me the cha cha gang. What's my boy cha cha gang? Give me the cha cha gang. Cha cha gang.
Watsi Magbo, 